doctors are going to have to start thinking about the broader business, which is something they haven't really been pushed to do previously. If they want to continue to contribute to the organization and understand how they fit in, they need to understand how they're contributing to the economic vitality of the organization. Those are powerful words regarding the future of physicians in this country, spoken by our guest today, Todd Saxton, Professor of Strategy and Entrepreneurship at the Kelly School of Business. And today, we're talking about an initiative that could impact everyone's health care in this country. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are again with another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Kelly School of Business. We are on the IUPUI campus in downtown Indianapolis on a beautiful spring day. Of course, I'm your host, Shane Simmons. And as usual, I have Phil Powell with me here, who's the Associate Dean of Academic Programs at the Kelly School. And uh, Phil, how are you doing today? Shane, I'm doing awesome. Really excited to talk about this topic today. Shane, get this. In 2016, according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services in the federal government, over $3.3 trillion was spent on health care expenses. That's a massive number that continues to rise at a rate faster than inflation. And who is going to play a critical role in the future of health care in this country? Physicians. And our guest, Professor Todd Saxton, says physicians are beginning to, and need to, engage more on the entrepreneurial side of healthcare. One of the things that I, I think is very interesting to me, observing now, up close and personal, uh, what we've, we're in our fifth cohort, right? So we've got roughly 200 folks that have been through our program. Uh, physicians are extremely entrepreneurial. Uh, I would say 75% plus of them, I would put in the, the top 10th percentile in terms of entrepreneurial thinking about how they approach their own clinical practice. And I see them engage in the entrepreneurial world in really three different ways. So one is the physician entrepreneur who wants to start their own thing. We've had several students who have started their own business uh, in the course of attending the program and, and are now doing great things as, as alums. Uh, there are the physicians who want to be involved in the venture community as investors, angel investors uh, and or advisors. We've actually had a group formed in conjunction with a program called Angel Bomb uh, that is an angel investing group in, in conjunction with Vision Tech, uh, angel, angel Partners. And some of the, again, the physicians aren't necessarily ready to leave their day job and start a new thing, but want to be active in that community and give back. And that's a tremendous benefit to innovators that are trying to access clinicians, not just for their money. I mean, the money's good, but, but the insight they have in life sciences and the ability to bring that to bear on uh, these startups and help them move toward a successful trajectory is really powerful. Uh, but the third category isn't necessarily interested in either starting their own thing or investing or advising, but are innovators within their own institutions. Uh, and, and innovating in healthcare is really tough, right? Um, and I think some of the lessons they learn, partly from their colleagues, partly hopefully from the faculty and the program, allow them to be more successful change agents within their own organizations and institutions. Five years ago, here at the Kelly School of Business at Indiana University, we launched one of the few physician-only MBA programs in the country. We were told that physicians would not come back to school. They were too busy. They already had a lot of money. Why would they come back to get their MBA? Well, the skeptics were wrong. They're coming back to school. 
and we're enjoying them in the MBA classroom. It's important to note that even though these physicians are in the MBA classroom, like a lot of other students, they think much differently than your traditional entrepreneur. And to build on that closer to home, Todd and Dr. Paul Zotek have co-founded the Indiana chapter of SOAP, or the Society of Physician Entrepreneurs. Uh, SOAP is a not-for-profit. It is an international organization. They have 27 chapters, I believe, now around the world. Todd says it's a step in the right direction of creating an ecosystem for physicians that think entrepreneurially here in the Indianapolis region. Uh, And SOAP's mission essentially is to bring together pieces of the life science venture ecosystem to allow innovation to happen, whether that's uh, de novo entrepreneurship or innovation within hospital systems. It's not clinician only. It can be other parts of that uh, kind of life science ecosystem, Uh, whether you're a care provider or a supporter of Uh, life science uh, types of organizations. So it's a a fairly inclusive organization, uh, but about 50% of the members are physicians. uh, And and certainly there's a strong element of uh, the physician entrepreneur that that is trying to be served. I, I like to think of it in terms of, degree of degrees of separation, that between any entrepreneur with an idea and success are probably five key people that they need to talk to, get feedback from, uh, and, and that will lead to customers and other things. For most clinicians, they are probably three or four degrees of separation, if not more, from those folks they really need to talk to to be successful as an entrepreneur. What SOAP does, and I think what the Kelly School can kind of um, essentially enable, is to shorten those degrees of separation to one or two degrees, right? So if you're at a SOAP meeting, you're going to be in a room with at least some of those five people that you really need to talk to 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 move your venture forward. So Shane, when I was talking to Todd about physicians and their entrepreneurial journey, he brought up something very interesting. He talked about how physicians are trained a very specific way in med school, and that creates very unique hurdles that they face when they're taking that entrepreneurial leap out of traditional clinical practice. So what I really like, in addition to the fact that they're all very bright, very motivated, except for one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, They think scientifically, right? That's how they've been trained to make diagnoses in in most cases of complex kind of scenarios and take apart and diagnose what's going on. And now in their world, that's been with a patient uh, who has some kind of problem. In the startup world, basically what you're trying to do is frame some hypotheses about the marketplace, what the problem is, what the solution might look like, what pricing might look like, et cetera, and systematically kind of navigate that uncertainty by framing hypotheses, testing those, and then moving on to uh, to kind of the next stage. And physicians just naturally think that way. We're going to pause here for just a second and pay close attention to what Todd says next. Uh, it's funny because sometimes you'll hear, particularly in, in the tech transfer world and university world, we need to train our technologists and researchers to think more like business people. I would actually flip that and say we need to train our entrepreneurs to think more like scientists, to think about the problem, craft hypotheses, and systematically kind of navigate through that as opposed to engaging in entrepreneurship as a random journey. I really like that soundbite from Todd. You know, we talk about entrepreneurs taking risks, moving quickly, breaking things, fixing them. But he brings up a great point, and that's there's a nice balance between the, 
you know, risk-taking entrepreneur and the the scientist that, that's you know very um, careful with their decisions. And I think there really is a, a good balance that needs to be struck there. And that's something that these physicians are able to do because of their training on both sides, especially when they come out with an MBA. You know, you're right, Shane, just to underscore what you're saying. One challenge some physicians face, and you know, Todd really underscores this, is that they are not trained to take risks. And as a patient, I like that fact. But as someone who also wants improvement in the healthcare system, I don't like that. But these are smart people, some of the smartest in the world, sitting in our MBA classroom in our Business of Medicine program here at the Kelly School. They can easily overcome this challenge about being trained not to take risk. They can learn quickly and they accomplish amazing feats. There's no recipe for being a successful entrepreneur and that's one of the challenges of it. But uh, I would say one lesson is get feedback early. Uh, the, the kind of traditional and, and even in the university setting or perhaps especially in the, the university setting approach to entrepreneurial education was you know, okay, we're going to get these students, they're going to write a business plan, and we're going to have a business plan competition, but it was all contained. It was all within the walls of the university. There was no interaction with the marketplace. And ventures that, that start uh, in, with kind of a closed-door mentality, right? We'll get smart people in a conference room. We'll, we'll get in our garage. We'll get in our basement. We'll get in your parents' basement, wherever that might be. Uh, and we're going to riff and have this garage band, and we're going to come out, you know, with a, a platinum album uh, based on that. Um, that, that idea just doesn't fly. You need input from the marketplace. You need to reach out to customers, potential customers, and other informed folks who can give you candid feedback. So uh, I would say that's that step one is plan on a lot of iteration in the ideation phase when you're coming up with a concept, uh, interacting with the marketplace, getting feedback, and, and being comfortable pivoting. Um, so that's, uh, that's lesson one. Lesson two is you have to be passionate about the problem that you're solving. A lot of entrepreneurs uh, kind of are, are in, in, kind of in love with the idea or enamored with the idea of uh, kind of making a lot of money and inventing the next sliced bread or, or whatever it is, but don't really have a commitment to an idea or the problem it is that they're solving. And those entrepreneurs are very rarely successful. So uh, you have to find a problem or know of a problem that you are passionate about and, and committing committed to solving. Uh, so, so that would be the second lesson. Uh, and then the third, I, I would say, you know, get education, whether that's formal education or, or in other ways. Um, the again coming back to the the kind of batting average or, or hit rate mentality uh, the more education you can have about the different pieces of uncertainty how to navigate that uncertainty uh, and and be more informed in the choices that you're making uh, the more likely it is that your your venture will will survive the very rough seas of of launch and and sailing to your your destination we cannot forget the reality that entrepreneurship can be a scary journey that's just the reality. But out of this risk, out of this uncertainty, we can see massive reward if we make the right investments and are willing to make decisions. And with our healthcare moving forward here in the United States, at the end of the day, we need physicians steering the ship, both as clinicians treating their patients, like we think about them, but in a new way, they also need to be administrators leading the companies, sitting in the executive suite, with the vision of making our healthcare system better than it has ever been. Higher quality, lower cost, not higher quality, higher cost.
Well, that was an excellent interview, Phil, that you had there with Professor Todd Saxton. And as we say here at the Kelly School, we are changing healthcare one physician at a time. And that's why the Society of Physician Entrepreneurs chapter in Indiana is so important. And if you'd like to learn more about SOAP or the Society of Physician Entrepreneurs, and you want to receive more information about their inaugural event coming up here on June 21st, visit www.soapein.com. That's www.sopein.com. And you can find out all of the information on their website. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to the ROI podcast. And we'll be right back here again next week with a pretty special episode on the ROI podcast presented by the Kelly School of Business. Take care.